Welcome to Voices from the Valley, a podcast of the Community Foundation for the Fox Valley Region. I'm Amy Spreeman. We've probably all or will at some point face an emotional crisis, something that rocks our world and sends us into a feeling of despair. We all know that just in the past few years alone, people have experienced increased feelings of anxiety, depression, and uncertainty. It's that collective trauma of living in a world that is no longer predictable. The growing need for emotional support is urgent. In this episode, we're going to talk about a program in the Fox Valley called eCPR. And like CPR, it can be a real lifesaver. ECPR is a community education workshop that teaches people how to support another person experiencing an emotional crisis. It's offered through the Ebb and Flow Connections Cooperative, and Carolyn DeRosier recently sat down with two of the ECPR leaders to find out why this workshop is a game changer. I'm here with Karen and Lynn, who are facilitators of the eCPR movement locally. Thank you so much, Karen and Lynn, for joining us on the podcast. It is such a pleasure to be here, and we are really excited. (laughs) We are, too. So can you both each introduce yourselves and um, tell us what your role is with the eCPR initiative? So my name is Karen Iverson-Riggers. I am one of the eCPR trainers I've done a lot of work in activism around mental health and kind of shifting our framework, breaking stigma, really talking about mental and emotional health. And so love doing this work with eCPR. It is it is definitely heart work for me. I am Lynn McLaughlin. I am grounded in lived experience as well, mental health and substance use, uh, as well as trauma adverse experiences. And when I was introduced to eCPR, I was instantly hooked uh, and became a trainer. And now in the work that we do, being able to hold space for people to be authentic and real um, and show up just as they are is an incredible gift to the person and us and and that mutuality of the work that we do is is amazing. I love that idea of heart work. So what is eCPR and and how might it be different from other um, mental health um, practices? So eCPR is a community health education program that teaches folks how to assist someone in emotional distress or crisis. So a few words to kind of pull out from that definition. One is community and public. This is for everyone. Um, We can all learn how to hold space for folks in emotional distress or crisis because at one time or another, we've all been in emotional distress. The other piece I think we pull out is the word assist. So you'll notice it doesn't say fix, judge, create a plan, give 15 resources. It's really about walking alongside someone. And again, when we say holding space, what we mean by that is creating a really present moment of listening to allow for whatever thoughts and emotions are flowing to be there without judgment, to just really be. It's hard to make space for that in the fast pace of our day-to-day lives. <laughs> it is. It is. And that that piece around slowing down to pause, sometimes even to pause long enough to know what I'm feeling. 
I mean, think of how often you go through your day and you're like busy, 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 and you don't even know kind of what's going on. And then all sorts of things happen, right? When we kind of suppress, push away, distract from that emotion and feeling. Mm -hmm, Because it's still there. We just haven't processed it. It's still there. We haven't processed it. And when we haven't processed it, emotions are body responses. They are giving us information about ourselves and the world around us and really important information. And so when we don't kind of absorb that information or feel that information, it's really difficult sometimes to find our way, right? It's it's difficult to make decisions. And there's a lot of, I, I geek out when science catches up with what we know as humans. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of emerging science that's telling us when we suppress emotion, what happens. And there are physical and mental and whole body effects that happen. I think it's really important to pull out to the difference between thinking and feeling. So we are 100% in the realm of emotion. And oftentimes the remedy for experiencing emotion is think your way out of it. And the reality is that pushes it aside. So it does that suppression piece rather than allowing for just natural human emotion. And granted, you know, it's it's a juggling act, right? Mm-hmm. Something that I have recognized in doing ECPR work is when I am shifting from emotion to thought. And all of those pieces of recognition are, they're really fascinating and fun and healing and transformative. Mm-hmm. And uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's important to name that, right? Mm-hmm. This piece around... The discomfort, and that's a piece that we talk about a lot in ECPR, is how do you sit with discomfort? Both your own, right? Because we all have discomfort with emotion, whether that's what we're feeling ourselves or what we're feeling from someone else. How do you how do you sit with that? We we talk about like riding the wave of that. Mm-hmm. You're making me think a little bit about um, kind of our Midwest nice culture and how we might ask someone like, how are you doing? And sort of expect like, they're going to say that they're doing okay or fine. Or, But if, you know, someone might say like, I'm doing terrible and I'm not feeling, you know, it's like you start to feel maybe awkward or what do I do? Or um, so when you talk about that discomfort, you know, that you can feel that both as the individual and maybe as the listener, as the friend, as the family member. Yeah. Sort of being okay with that <laughs> is, is kind of a new thing, I'm sure, for a lot of people. I know it's new for me. So. How did ECPR come to the Fox Valley and how is it connected to um, a larger initiative of ECPR nationwide? So Emotional CPR came to the Valley in May of 2019 through Levin. Levin identified that they had clients coming in for support services, but recognized that they did not necessarily have the time or space to hold for people that were experiencing emotional crisis. You know, the reality is when you're coming for support services, there might be a lot of crisis happening around you. And where do you go to have someone here? You know, life is really hard right now that isn't going to say, well, go over there, go over there, go over there. They're just there to hear them. So it started at 11. We began with a four-hour introductory workshop and the 12-hour certification in person. So May 2019 to 
February, March 2020, when COVID happened, we recognized that it would be really important to go virtually. And we started doing virtual workshops, and the amount increased incredibly. We were doing one introductory workshop per month, and then we were up to three introductory workshops a month and a certification because with covid so much happened. And from there, it's it's just grown and expanded. I think people are really starting to recognize one of the gifts of COVID is that factor of slowing down. I think a lot of people have slowed down, and that discomfort that Karen talked about can result in crisis. So eCPR is something that you can use in a crisis and every step leading up to it. So it is all about connection is prevention and every step in between. Mm -hmm. Where did eCPR start? It actually is an international framework that is held by the National Empowerment Center. And the beauty of eCPR is it was created by a really diverse group of people that had experienced mental health, substance use, trauma, um, disaster, any type of those events that came together and said what was helpful and what wasn't. And what they recognized is that ability to be very present is where the healing happens. When a person is seen and heard exactly as they are, that's when empowerment happens. And when we look at the, there's so many different frameworks of support out there. The outcome of emotional CPR is connection. It's not, we're going to get them to take a step. It's not, Here's a plan, like Karen said, it's connection, and it's maintaining that connection and empowerment. So ECPR stands for E is the emotional piece, C is connection, P is kind of a cheat, it's empowerment, and then the R is revitalization. And the empowerment piece is all about connecting with the person and both individuals being seen and heard exactly where they are. We are going to say without judgment over and over and over and over because I think that's so critical in the healing that we want to happen in community. Yeah, especially given how much stigma there is around mental health or even just expressing emotions, especially negative emotions. And I think that's a really important distinction. I think there are a lot of people when we think of COVID and what our community has experienced, there are a lot of people feeling really overwhelmed and uncertain uh, and oftentimes will be labeled depression or anxiety, but it's really suppressed emotion. And when we can create these spaces, which we're so passionate about, where people can come and talk about it, all of those layers start to unlayering, Mm -hmm. if that's a word. (laughs) It is now. (laughs) We will be right back after this brief timeout. 
I'm Reg Whitevin, a local attorney with McCarty Law and a board member for the Community Foundation for the Fox Valley Region. The Community Foundation is about connecting the needs of the community with solutions, as evidenced by the Nelson Family Crossing, a walkway linking Kakana and Little Shoe. I've also seen Community Foundation staff connect my clients to certain causes or charities. I'd like to connect you with the Community Foundation's helpful and passionate staff. Please call 920-830-1290 or go to cffoxvalley.org. The Community Foundation for the Fox Valley Region connects people with the needs of the community, our strong relationships with nonprofit organizations, and our deep understanding of our community mean you can count on us to be a source for helping you make an impact that aligns with your interests. We welcome the chance to partner with you and talk with you about setting up a fund to create a legacy. Learn more at cffoxvalley.org, because together we flourish. We are back with more of Carolyn's conversation with Lynn McLaughlin and Karen Iverson-Riggers to talk about emotional CPR. You've been offering eCPR since May of 2019. How many people in the Fox Valley have been trained in eCPR? And what are some of the ways that people are using eCPR to make a difference? It is all across the board. We have had between 900 and 1,000 people attend the two-hour introductory workshop. And of that, a lot of the people immediately sign up for the 12-hour certification. Of the people taking the 12-hour certification, it's between two and 300. So we're looking at almost 50% of the people say, I want to invest in the 12-hour workshop as well. And who is this for? That is the best question of all, because it is for everyone. And what is interesting is I think in the beginning, we very much were looking at people that worked with the public, especially being in COVID and getting this out to the public. And I think what we find is people come in with, um, I'm going to use this at my job. And then they start to sit with the emotion. And it's like, no, this is really for me, because so much of eCPR is an inward journey. And we can mirror, for example, if someone is holding sadness, in order to sit with someone who is holding sadness, we need to be comfortable with our own sadness. So it's it's this really deep work that helps us better support all of the people in our lives. So we've had people from nonprofits, we've had educators, we've had students, we've had, Karen, help me out we've here. We've had law enforcement, <laughs> we've had HR folks who have come through. But I think this piece around when we talk about like, if we dreamed of an ideal world, what would it look like? And what that would look like is when you were struggling with whatever it was, that there would be someone there to listen right then, right there. Not like wait six weeks, not like can we go through an assessment to figure out what's going on before we listen, that there would be someone to listen. And the message of eCPR is we can all do that. And we we firmly believe that connection is prevention. And when folks have a chance to connect with themselves or connect with someone else, when they're going through something, right right then, right there, 
it can be life-saving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our traditional mental health system of care is is burdened. Like that that wait time, I know at times during COVID, was six months, nine months, and how that feels for a person who's in crisis, that's that's tough. But yeah, if there's someone else they can turn to who will listen and at least connect in the moment, that can make a big difference. Well, and, and to name this too, there was lots going on before COVID with folks who were feeling overwhelmed and feeling uncertain in the world that we live in. I think COVID just amplified it. And I often talk about it as like pulling the curtain back on all of us felt something. And a lot of us felt a lot and still are as a result of going through collective trauma. And so this piece around saying, how can we slow down? How can we feel what needs feeling? And more importantly, how can we connect with other people? Because healing happens in relationships. Sometimes that's in relationship with ourselves, and sometimes that's with, with other people. And you see this kind of when we have folks come through ECPR, Lynn talked about it, that piece about like, I'm, I'm here because I'm a teacher and I really want to be here for my students or I'm here because I'm a social worker and I work for the county and I want to be, you know, better able to listen to folks. And you see this evolution of people going like, I'm here for myself and I'm here for my kids and I'm here for my community. And that, um, oh, I just got, you know, it's like those <laughs> chills where you're like, Whoa, yes. Um, <laughs> this, um, this piece around how powerful this is to, to create community where people are connected. Mm-hmm. I know you mentioned too, just before we started um, chatting, the usefulness of this for parents supporting your children that might be going through a pretty serious mental health challenges that just as a parent as well. There's a lot of um, ways that ECPR can help you. Yes. Parenting is difficult and overwhelming, like just as a baseline. But when you add in like parenting in a pandemic or parenting where kids are trying to navigate this as well, just wow, that is a lot to hold. And so ECPR, this framework for parenting, not only for the relationship with your kids, but also for the relationship with yourself. Because for a lot of us, parenting brings up a lot (laughs) of what we're trying to kind of walk through ourselves too. I know that you brought some stories to share from folks that have gone through the workshop. Would you like to share those now? One of the most profound for me was a small business owner in the area that came to the workshop in the hopes that she would learn more about connecting with her employees. And she said, this is the most powerful experience I've ever had. It has strengthened my relationships with my employees. It has strengthened my relationship with my partner and family members. It's strengthened the relationship within me. Basically, what she said is, I have never connected with another person the way I did here. I don't think I knew what connection was. And that makes me tear up to know that Number one, the person has never experienced that. And number two, that we were able to facilitate this 
deep inner connection with another human being. There's there's nothing as powerful as that. Yeah. And and yeah. again, I think I think that through the framework and through the intentions of ECPR, you start to value the understanding that we all have the ability to not only hold space for others, but all of us are fully complete and unbroken people. And that means I don't have to fix or assess or change. And that was a powerful shift for the small business owner too when her employees would come to her with different life situations, which we all had during COVID and that want to fix, you know, what can I do to help? What can I do to help instead of just listening? And the connection is made, the empowerment is made, and then they're able to each live their individual lives. Mm. Yeah, because there's that funny thing about being offered help where like there sometimes can you can feel judgment in that or there's a, a power differential. Like Absolutely. I'm the person who has the resources and you're the person who needs help. And that can be really hard when you're on the receiving end of that. Um, for our listeners, can you illustrate something that's different about ECPR, which is listening? How is it different from what we might think listening is? So in ECPR, we talk about deep and fully present listening. Now for me, this was one of the pieces that was kind of most mind-blowing because a lot of times it's easy for me to listen with my ears. It's much more difficult to listen with my whole presence. And what I mean by that is lots of times I'll be listening to somebody and they say something and I'm like, oh, I have a great thing to say to you. I have six resources. Oh, you need housing? I have six resources that I can give to you or six agencies I can send you to. And all of a sudden, I've stopped listening to what they're saying because I'm right busy thinking of the next great thing I'm going to say. And ECPR teaches us a couple things. One is to slow down and be fully present and to really deeply listen, to listen to what the person's saying, to listen for what they're feeling and maybe what they're not saying. And also when we get uncomfortable or when we start moving into, I'll just call it fix-it mode, to name it. And the first time I did this was so difficult because I was like, what is the other person going to think? I'm telling them that I couldn't, I couldn't listen because I was so busy thinking of the next thing I was going to say. And a really incredible thing happened. It enhanced the connection, right, when I was honest about where I was. So this this piece of the framework that I think is a big shift is this fully present listening and learning how to listen. And really incredible things happen when we really listen. The person feels really seen and heard. And we don't get that in a lot of spaces. I think there's another really beautiful outcome that comes from intentional present moment listening is you have the opportunity to be human and vulnerable and say, you know what, my mind slipped in another direction. I, I missed what you were saying. It rehumanizes us. It reengages empathy between two people. There's a vulnerability. So the connection happens in a way that is, it's really profound, actually. And to sometimes say one of um, the favorite things that we talk about to say is there are no words and to also just leave silence. So a lot of times out of our own discomfort, we're like, let me say these like 15 things. 
when more powerful in the space is sometimes people share things and I'm touching my heart right here, right? What can I say? Like other than there are no words, can't fix it. Like I can't fix what happened. And and out of our own discomfort, a lot of times we were like, let me fill up the space. Let me fill up the space. And, mm-hmm. and I think that happens when we're um, talking with people who've experienced loss or are grieving yeah. where we feel like what we say is going to make all the difference. And like, we got to pick the perfect words. So in the ECPR workshop, you talk about shifting our question for those that might be struggling with mental health from what's wrong with you to what happened to you. Why is that shift important? It's important first and foremost because it takes away the judgment. Uh, it's very much a trauma-informed approach, uh, and reframing that allows the person to define what they're experiencing. And all of us have a full range of experiences that have created the way that we navigate life, the way that we navigate different situations that have happened to us. And the reality is they're all different. And this takes the category out of it and says, what taught you about life what did you learn about life through your experiences and how did that create your reaction? The other thing too in that shift in those questions, when we say what's wrong with you, we kind of like put this on this individual because these are normal human reactions to extraordinary adverse and difficult things. You're probably wondering how you can check out the eCPR workshop online. We've got links in our program notes to all of the upcoming workshops offered by Ebb and Flow Connections Cooperative. Just go to cffoxvalley.org backslash podcast and check out the episode titled eCPR. We also want to let you know that a lot of generous support from the community helped fund eCPR locally, including grants from the Basic Needs Giving Partnership, the COVID-19 Community Response Fund, and the Catherine Probst Fund, all within the Community Foundation, and also a grant from the Women's Fund for the Fox Valley Region, one of our supporting organizations. They have a really neat girl-powered giving program where local high school-aged girls come together, learn about community needs, and decide how they want to make an impact through philanthropy. And this year, they granted money to implement a youth version of eCPR. If you want to hear more from Karen and Lynn, check out their new podcast called Real Vibes Only on Anchor FM. We put a link to their first episode in our show notes today. We hope you enjoyed this conversation. Thanks so much for listening. You can subscribe and get all of our podcasts wherever you get your audio. We'll see you next time on Voices from the Valley, a podcast of the Community Foundation for the Fox Valley Region. Mm -hmm.